<laughs> Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Here's your host, Chris, here with Ro, and um, I'm only here so I don't get fined. I am literally doing this movie only because it's February, I'm going on vacation, and I need to get my numbers up. So we are doing the movie, He's... I Want You Back. Um, <laughs> I'm not lying. She's leaving me, y'all. Yeah. Uh, newly dumped 30 somethings Peter and Emma team up to sabotage their ex's new relationship and win them back for good. This sounds like a movie you've seen before. It's because you have every single February. Um, every year. Yeah, every, every year. year. That's uh, one of these every this year. is why this is coming on Amazon Prime. Also, fuck you, Amazon Prime, for not just getting the same screener app you use for your TV shows. Not not only do you have to use their screener app to watch this shit, they make it so hard. Like, oh no no no, we're gonna wait and give you the link, motherfucker. It comes on Amazon Prime on the eleventh. Why are you being so stingy? um, Why are you? Well, the reason why they were so stingy is because they have been doing in person screenings and they have been trying to lure people to go to the press and critic screening, up to and including saying you could win a gift card. For a movie that comes on Amazon Prime, yes, on February 11th, even yes. without even without COVID, yes, you're out of your goddamn I mind. I would have asked for a screener link. You're out of your mind. I wouldn't. Yeah. You're, you're saying you're you would have asked for a screener. I wouldn't even ask for that. I'm sorry. Let me let me. Let okay, me this is your fault, sir. Uh, no, this is no, your no. fault. Well, so it was, it was it was two choices. I had two choices. It was I want you back or that Jennifer Lopez movie, and I was like, oh no. You mean the screener that I just got an email saying it's in my inbox, and I would like to know why? Oh no, <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, we all about to have yeah, problems. Now. No, I I thought it was I was like, you know what, you know what, I'll take I want you back. It's got it's got Charlie Day in it, and you know what, fuck it, I'll do that. So. Yeah. And Jenny Slate, don't act like don't sleep. Oh, on Jenny, Jenny Slate, no, no, they were and they were, you know, yes, yes, yes. So, but um, okay, I, I will, I will say this. I appreciate the fact that you picked. I want you back because I am, I'm dreading watching Marry Me because now I'm on the hook because the link is here. Will you, will my, my, will you marry me? You random person in the theater. I mean, we've seen that movie thirty times too. No, I know. I know. I know, and that's the problem. I, but the reason why I appreciate us talking about I Want You Back, even though you Marshawn Lynch me right out the gate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is because I feel like when they put this cast of people together, it wasn't about trying to say, oh, I'm with someone who's out of my league or not on my level. It was, it was more about a personality compatibility and complacency in a relationship like mm-hmm. the story it wasn't about you know what i mean does that make right. sense yeah no no no. I, I i will say this i um yes yeah you're right you're right i can't yeah and and to be fair like there's even the way the movie starts you're just like oh, okay i see yeah you guys aren't horrible but you're just like you said it's your complacent in this relationship i, I get it I get but the i i will i'm sorry the dual openings were kind of funny jenny slates was more funny than charlie days oh charlie days was just sad i felt bad for him <laughs> i actually felt bad for him you you can't i mean this is open yeah. we, we can spoil the beginning of the movie yes literally the beginning of it so well you know the movie clearly has to do with people getting dumped mm-hmm. and trying to get their spouse get their partner back it's the way they played it. Like Jimmy Slate is funny, 
And I forgot how funny Jenny Slate is. Yeah. Because they very rarely let her be funny and not a whole problem at the same time. And she's not problematic in this movie. She's just somebody in her 30s whose life threw her off track. She has made nominal effort to Mm -hmm. figure it out because she got on the grind. You know, she got a job. She started doing the supposed to. The thing you do when you get thrown out of whack in your 20s. But at least she had a good reason. She's not just a slacker. Right. Right. I did. I did appreciate that moment when her uh, her ancient uh, roommates try to be like, well, um, you know, we're you know, we're having a study. We're having a study group tomorrow. So maybe you could just not be here. And she was just like me not be in the house I pay for. It's like not like I'm not a I'm not. Uh, you know, I, I pay for this. I'm a, I'm a paying member of this room. Room, like you yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah. And like most times when you get this movie, you get the primary characters, and they seem to sort of, kind of, maybe have it together, but not really. When you dig into their lives, and their partners always seem to be on a hundred and like at some super awesome level that it kind of can make sense. They're looking at their partner, going, "Are you the person who I should be with?" And that's really not the case here. She's got a whole ass full-time job. She goes to work every single day, clearly makes a good enough living because that is not a bad apartment that she lives in Mm -hmm. or house or whatever. Charlie's got a grown ass job. Like he's clearly at an executive level. Um, But when you dig into it and then like, he's what uh, Gina Rodriguez is playing Annie. Who's Charlie day's partner. And she has zero good reasons for why she wants to end their relationship. Like all right. of her problems, everything that she says has zero things to do with the actual substance of their relationship. And they're all about her. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Like, yeah. Yeah. Great well, I mean, technically both of them are, are were, were bad, bad choices, but like, uh, old girl breaking up with Charlie Day's character was, um, yeah. That was horrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could see where Noah, who, uh, who is Emma, who was played by Jenny Slate, I could see where Noah could possibly be at this point where he's like, this isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what you're doing here. I don't know what we're doing together. But as much as you kind of, by the end of the movie, you start to realize if if Emma had given herself time to just be unhappy, she might have realized that there wasn't that much to their relationship that she's trying to hold on to. Right. 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 But, yeah, even like, they were, and again, this is not really a spoiler, but I think they were 18 months, right? Yeah. I think 18 like, months versus six years. Yeah. Right. And that's when I was like, Ooh, okay, wait, nah, you can't. And the way she did it too, like, you can't just, you can't just at the birthday party. Oh, she was over him. She was like, <laughs> she was, she was unhappy with his existence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, "Well, is he a door? Is he a douche? Is he mean? Right. It's like, is he not?" And then you realize this is her family. He's mm-hmm. there running around, playing with the kids. Like, he's not just like some hanger on. He's integrated into her yeah. family. Well, even the family, the family liked him too. It's just mm-hmm. like. Yeah, that one was a that was a tough one. That was a tough one. Yeah, like he's a keeper. It's great. But the other hand, you know, at the by the end of the movie, I was like, okay, I could understand why 
Noah and Emma didn't survive. Like even from the beginning, you kind of got that vibe that that relationship hadn't hit any deep levels, Mm -hmm. but like their sense of humors weren't compatible. Their sense of timing was zero near each other. They were just chaotic in each other's company. Mm-hmm. And he, I think to a certain extent, he liked the fact that he looked like he was further along in his life than she was. But then he met someone who made him really want to focus on all the things that are, you know, grown up things. Right. But let's remember, he broke up with her because he was cheating. Oh, right. Right. Well, kind of both of them. I mean, okay. We don't want to get into no, 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 no. We can say it. These are the kinds of relationship endings that you all medically a hundred percent know. As soon as the relationship starts to fall apart, the other person has already started being with somebody else. Well, could you? you, I mean, there's a moment in this movie where they were like, I actually liked how the the two. uh, uh, what is Charlie Day's character's name? I keep forgetting his name. Peter. I like Peter? how Peter. I like how Peter and Emma actually met each, met each other. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, she I was can't hilarious. wait for people to see right. that. Uh, that was actually pretty good. And then um, when they're, they like even even the whole premise of like no, don't call don't call your ex. You call me, and I'm like, oh, what did she call it? The ah, uh, I don't even need doing what's well. I can't remember what uh Emma called um the uh the name, but. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. but that, that's, that, that is that, that whole sequence right there. Like the, the opening is pretty standard fare for these types of movies. And, but I think that it played better maybe because Jenny and Charlie Day are such good actors and such good comedians. And ironically enough, Gina Rodriguez and Scott Eastwood play pretty good straight people. Well, not only that, but they, they do. Um, but they also just have, um, the faces of people that you just feel like are terrible. You know? Yeah. Oh, again, I said she's yeah, selfish. They... She projected all of her shortcomings and 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 failures onto her partner as she used them as excuses to basically throw him and six years away. And right after that, I said, "Great casting." I meant it. I don't know much about Gina Rodriguez, but I do know that she is highly prone <laughs> to talking out the side of her neck when she should be quiet and maybe think before she acts. Mm-hmm. And so her portrayal as Annie in this movie, Anne, or Anne with an E, or I don't want to give her that level because I love um, me some Anne with an E, uh, it's perfect. It's perfect casting. And Scott Eastwood looks like that kind of face where like on the server, she's like, no, he seems like he's great and he's really sweet and he's perfect. And then you realize, wait a minute, I'm chasing someone who clearly was cheating on me. What am I doing? Right. He's trash on the deep end. But, you know, I do feel like it took a turn towards the Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling <laughs> moment at towards the middle of the second act. But I know you didn't finish this movie. Yeah, because it's about halfway through, I just started realizing, what am I doing? I also placed a bet with somebody this morning that if you did finish this movie, you were going to want to kill me. Yeah, I it just well, it's just one of the things. Like, what I, I think for all the things that that do work for this film, and I, and I I think the things that work for this film are the, are the things that I, the only, the reason why I picked this film, right? It was <laughs> do I watch Owen Wilson and Jennifer Lopez, two people? One I don't give a fuck about, and two people like. 
that movie right there reminded me of, uh, and not in a good way, was the long shot. Oh, see, yeah. that's actually a good one. And I was like, that makes sense. Those two people I don't see together, you know, and, but it was, it actually made, made it look like it would work. But plausibility exists. Right. This one, it's just the, the premise of that, that other movie is just looks terrible. And I just have no interest in it, right? Nothing, even like the, 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 the um, which am I called? It's the, uh, even the, um, your brain quit. I know it did. I'm, I'm so close. To <laughs> I hear it. Uh, the trailers. I'm just like nothing. Every time I see a promo for it, just nothing for it. This, I'm like, well, oh wait, you get, you, mean... you got Ginny Slade and you got Charlie Day. I'm like, and there's times in this movie, like there's a moment when, uh, I think she's talking about something like, he's like talking about like, the twelve-year-old with hidden puberty or something like that. She's like, please that, stop. My just God, stop. Please she's stop. Me and then there's a couple times when she's saying something, and Charlie does that that always sunny thing where he just goes like, okay, we're not going to say that. We're, like he doesn't look away. He's like, okay, we're not going to talk about that anymore. We're going to just pretend like we didn't hear that, and we're going to mm-hmm. keep driving forward. Like, and I feel like those are not in the script. They're just those two playing off each other. So I'm like, yeah. for that alone, I'm like, cool. That's going to keep you engaged. But then after a while, you start going like, but why? <laughs> they don't thing. actually let Charlie's character grow. And right. that's what I think ultimately is what pulls this movie back down to just being a trite rom-com. Right. Like Emma gets to grow up in this movie. She has no choice. Like mm. their plan forces her to take a, a role as an aggressor in a way that eventually forces her to be shoved face first into her shit and have to deal with it. Charlie never has that moment. Everything Charlie goes through just kind of reinforces that he thinks he had it good and he's got to do everything to get that back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, where where, where in the 40 minutes that you saw, did you really see where they pushed Peter's character to have to confront the fact that maybe he's better off? Right. Ever? No. Like, and, and, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's... And that, and, that's the problem with these kind of films. Like when you look at something like long shot, it's, it feels like a long shot because it's like, wait, this is a long shot. This film even worked out because holy shit, it shouldn't have, but it does. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I just, well, they have charisma. A, they just don't have chemistry. Well, I, I think what I, I liked, uh, I basically turned this film off when I realized it was going down the road of, Oh wait, we should just keep it here. And then when they said they were, what they were going to do, I'm like, I don't care about this, though. I actually want to see more of these two idiots because they're great, <laughs> you know? And you're going to see that, mm-hmm. but I'm like, you're now going to have to fit the formula. And I'm like, I don't care about the formula. This should be, this could be one of those chances. And you knew it wasn't going to happen, right? It's February. They weren't going to do it. They weren't going to break the mold. I mean, it's just, it's, again, January, February, there's two things you're going to get. You're going to do these dumb uh, rom-com films you're gonna get some really bad overpriced uh wannabe blockbuster what is it moon not called moonshot what is it? is it moonshot whatever the fuck that moon movie is that moonfall moonfall by roland emmerich come on everybody knew it was gonna be trash right you're gonna spend way okay. too much fucking money okay on it. okay on. if i have to tell you to go take in one movie that's completely stupid i would say go see moonfall overseeing this well no no no. Even i mean but, 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 but what i'm saying is it's not about seeing one or the other like this is these are the movies that come out at this time there's also and i'm i'm actually mad i wish i had gotten the screener for this 
there's also going to be that one uh, Liam Neeson film that's just one word as a name of the film that comes out Black around Light? this time. Yeah, exactly. Why won't they give us Blacklight? That's the one I wanted to do for February. <laughs> I'm like, Did come you on, No, of course not. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, it's, I was like, oh, I, I can set my watch. It's it's February. It's Liam Neeson time because it's a one. Yeah. It's a movie with one word in the title, and he's he's. I'm gonna get you. You're not gonna. Oh, he's doing the thing in the film and he's talking to somebody. On, yeah, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, know what it I is. I hate to say cool. it this way, but I really, really <laughs> want someone to talk him into going to therapy because <laughs> this is not a healthy coping mechanism for the fact that he cannot get over Natasha. This is yeah. not what he should be doing to distract himself from anything. It's I just, don't, I don't not. know. I like. I don't know what's causing him to do this. I just, I don't care at this point. And maybe I'm part of the fucking problem because of that. But... No, no. I mean, I'm down to watch it. Listen, I just said Blacklight's yeah. the one that I wanted. I don't but... care. I just watched the last one he put out. It was mm-hmm. on TV the other night. The Marksman, I watched it. Yeah, of course. It's just, oh, that one had actually had two. That might actually have been decent because that had two words for the day. No, no, darling. The article does not count. Of course they not. Of course they not. It does not count. It might as well just been called Marksman. Should have just been one word. Doctor tradition. But honestly, I think, um, I think the fact that they didn't try to wrap it all up in a nice little bow, they kind of give you an ending that kind of has more impl- impl- implication mm. than conclusion was probably smart. Um, because the, not everybody in this movie is trash, but that real little realistic edge they put on it with the problems they have, that means that you can't, you can't put too pretty a neat bow on it at the end. You just can't, mm-hmm. but it's an uneven, it's super uneven. And, and I mean it when I say that I feel like, I mean, I think that Peter and Emma are realistically people who, if they ran into each other, who might actually end up in conversation and associating and connecting. So the chemistry didn't ever really strike me as running towards the romantic, Mm -hmm. but they have chemistry. They have charisma. They did far, far better justice to this damn script and these shallow, trite-ass story arcs then should have been able to be done. Right. Like, at every level. And I think Scott Eastman was solid as Noah. He's actually funnier than I thought. Did you get to the part where they went out together? Mm, no. I'm trying not to spoil. Okay. Well, there is a part deep in the second act of this movie where um, they do the standard um moment where like you know let's have a boys night kind of thing right Mm -hmm. scott eastman has better comedic chops than i thought he did Hmm. and 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 they're pretty solid and then there's a a cameo of somebody who just plays somebody's dad that when you see who the person is coming in you're gonna like what and then it's just a whole debacle that unfolds in that part of the movie. Now, an hour and 51 minutes is too long, but I understand that they didn't want to cut out some of the moments 
that had to do with the hijinks and the shenanigans of what they get up to trying to break their partners apart. That's the other thing too. I was like, I was expecting this movie to be an hour and a smooth hour and a half, and it was like yeah. just under mm-hmm. two hours. I was like, ooh, you guys done lost your goddamn mind. Yeah, there's forty five minutes in here. You're got... like, but why? Right. But a part of it has to do with the fact is I realized this is Emma's movie. This is about Emma. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. I think that's also smart in that case. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. It was nice for them to have a woman character and not try to make her horribly unattractive or so terribly toxic that it was clear why her boyfriend left her. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And it was also nice for them to take a character, even though they're saying, well, she doesn't have her shit together. When you get the explanation for why she's kind of stuck in the rut that she's in, it makes sense. And it's something that can very easily happen to somebody. Like when your energy has to go to somewhere else and then suddenly you get you get you're released from that problem and you're like, well, what do I do now? I don't I don't know. Every plan that I made for myself didn't happen and i don't know how to get back in that loop and it doesn't make sense to go back on the path i was on before until i have a real idea of what i want to do now nobody expects it to take years upon years to try to get a clue which direction you want to go in right at least that's that's what they tell us it's not supposed to take that long Mm -hmm. so watching her kind of go through this path and the relationship that she developed in with peter that didn't have anything to do with the plan is why the movie is as long as it is. And honestly, I'm with you. I would have really enjoyed more of that. I personally mm-hmm. think that they should have just kind of run and decided to subvert and then break that entire trope of these rom com type movies and just kind of laid into that lane. And I would have been all in for that story because that was the more interesting part. Right, and that's my pro- that's always my problem with these kind of films. It's like I feel like they're lazy. They follow the same trope, and you know we talk about this all the time with, with horror films, right? It's like you can make these these interesting and good, but you're not. So, and and to be fair, I, I will say this is not my my problem with it. This is probably one of the more better ones in terms of like older rom coms are probably way more problematic. So like this that's not my problem with this and I think it's good but yeah so Oh yeah no this isn't one of those where it feels like someone's trying to remake something that got made as proof that you can still make these movies in 2022 This felt like someone wanted to take a fresh approach to this was on the path to take a fresh approach to this and then got told in the third act yeah we're going to need you to stick to the formula Mm-hmm. And it sucks because it was really interesting kind of watching them veer far afield. And as much as I would have liked to see you have to sit through an accidental musical, <laughs> I would have texted you and said, bruh, nope. you sure you want to watch this? I texted Joy and said, uh, I think Chris going to kill me. They're singing. <laughs> but um, uh, no, no, but I, you- I saw I saw where this was going. and was like, absolutely not. He left from the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I, I was. I was sitting here. I was. I'm, I'm over here packing. I had. I had my laptop because of the thing too. It's like Amazon making me have little watches on my laptop and shit. Like I'm just like, what are we doing? And then I immediately was like, wait, what are? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Absolutely no. I'm a grown ass man. I don't have to do this shit. So 
No. I mean, but even for what you got, I think you got up to the parts to where it was interesting. And I think you would have, it was like the downhill slide of disappointment as they kind of slotted everybody back into their little pieces in their Lego box. Well, the, well, well here's another thing, because we were not, I know we announced we're going to do this. We're going to do it when we come back, because uh, I'm, I'm really just too tired. Uh, we're going to be talking Snowpiercer. Here's the thing. If I want to talk about messiness in, in relationships, I got Snowpiercer. Listen. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Cause I'll just be honest. Um, we, I mean, the only thing I'll say about Snowpiercer right now, why are you marrying the chick that was in the first season cutting niggas' balls off? Listen, I'm just saying. Listen, I just, listen, I just, nigga, listen, you in trouble. Listen, listen, you is when in your danger. Your girlfriend is a whole you, ass serial killer. You is in danger. If she tells you she wants a big fucking wedding, you let that murderer have her day. <laughs> You put on your tuxedo, you shut your mouth, and you just twirl that bitch down the aisle. Oh, the whole oh. ass murderer who cuts off men's dicks. I can't wait for next week because, like, I'm sitting there watching it. Like, oh, Snowpiercer is my mess. I'm like, I don't know if this show is good or not. I don't think it is. <laughs> But I am invested in this. Oh, as soon as your text came through and said, no, we can hold off on talking because I really need you to catch up to where I am. I'm supposed to be in a meeting. And I said, excuse me, y'all. And I got my tablet out, hooked it into my AT&T U-verse account so I could load up the video on my tablet from the uh, website. I was uh, like, what has got Chris so messed up? And then I got to that one scene and then it got to another scene and then there was a scene with Wilford and I was like, ow, I see what's happening. I was like, that's why I was like, you know what? No, 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 we can wait until next week. We can wait until next week. Anyway. I feel uh, where you are now. My bad. I didn't mean to be jealous. Our bad. No, our no, bad. no, I derailed the clock. I'm just, I'm just saying, if I want my messiness when it comes to relationship things like that, no, I got I Snowpiercer. It. I get it. I, got, I watched I, Married at no, First Sight. You, know. you watch Snowpiercer. We still listen. end up and my girlfriend be watching cheaters so it's like hey listen we i, I got an, i get it I, i'm covered in all these cases i'm good yeah i'm just i love this i, I just, love all I of just, this but i mean <sighs> look if you're looking for something sweet and you're looking for something not too light i'm gonna recommend charlie and jenny to you it's not gonna do anything like mega 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 outside the box but there's a couple of insightful insightful moments there's also be a, gonna be a couple of their moments where you you might you might feel slightly dragged if you haven't gotten your life together, mm-hmm. you know the mirror might be a little, you know, reflective. Here's the thing: I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna side with the Charlie. Like, I, I got a, I got a Charlie Day weakness, so Charlie Day's in it. I'm gonna watch it because that motherfucker's a fool. So yeah. I was just like, all right, I'm gonna give it a chance. I will give it a chance, and I did. Listen, you got, you I, got, I'm, you got more I'm out of it than you would no expect it. To Charlie Day, yeah. Yeah, I'm so. the same for Jenny Slate because I don't think she gets and nearly as. You, much. And you're you're right because I, I keep saying Charlie, but I Jenny was really good in this as well. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, you know. I mean, I came for Jenny and then realized the other person was Charlie and was very happy. You came for Charlie and were not disappointed that the other person was Jenny. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that as an assessment, right? Not at all. Uh, what would um? What was I gonna say? What would you give it out of ten? Um, I I was gonna. I was always gonna. I was always gonna abstain from this. So yeah. It's it's a I it's a six and a half. I mean. Okay. The, I mean, it looks clean. It looks clear. They don't take any risks in the soundtrack. Um, but some of the jokes don't land, and I'm going to blame Gina Rodriguez. And then just some of the moments you just don't need. And it's an hour and 51 minutes, and that right there takes away half a point. Yeah, it it's does. Just yeah. 45 minutes too long. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, well, there you guys have it. Uh, I want you back. Um, I don't, but hey, maybe somebody else heard But you. do you? I yeah, mean, yeah. look, yeah. that is one thing I like about this movie is you get that moment where you're like, I want you back. And then you can see on the face mm-hmm. of the person in question. Do I? Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. I? Oh, do yeah. over here? So. What do um, I do? All right, folks. Uh, like I said, we'll we'll have plenty to talk about with Snowpiercer next week because, uh, mm-hmm. boy, these first three episodes are some full of some mess. And um, yeah, this is my trap. Yeah, yeah, I I can't tell you if Snowpiercer is good or not, but I'll be watching it. So I'm not I'm not getting off that train. Uh, like, I'm, yeah, trying, I'm trying to reconnect the trains too. I hey, I got hey, to know. Listen, we're in there. So we we plus I'll there. have some more stuff out of Sundance because uh, I I I I did. Uh, uh, festival and review with a couple of critics. We did a couple solo reviews. I'm still popping up capsule reviews for people. So the ones that I think that you guys need to put on your radar and keep an eye out for if and when they have distribution, some of them already do because there's some good stuff that was at Sundance this year. I was pleasantly surprised. And there is a whole movie that is taken direct aim at black mega churches that just got distribution. Right. So also uh, keep your eye on the 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 uh the feeds. There might be something dropping uh, while I'm gone. So um yeah. Just keep an eye out. So Alright folks. You uh, Chris sneaky. Yeah I am. So we'll see. We'll see. Um Alright folks. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you get subscribed. Movie trailer reviews. Till next time we're out of here. Peace.